0: Been the Kenny Wallace of the rap game ever since I hit him with that dirt track thing. Now nationwide, everybody knows my name. They're like, mama, that's Kenny Montgomery. He sings that song we like. Yeah, boy, that's me. Roll like the trailer, I'm clawsin'. Huh. Them your tires clawsin'. Huh. Them cold kind, we're tossin'. Right. They know I came to wreck it, yet I rarely bring out a caution. I hit the high side, boy, I parking for Brian Clawson. Huh.
1: Welcome to throbbled Up, the podcast. Often imitated, never duplicated. Your weekly home for the best in motorsports coverage.
0: Even your grandpa talking about, it. man, that boy too cold. right. Sitting on 24s we don't ride on spinners uh-uh. i'm posted up on m15s with platinum dirt defenders yes. got kids up in my window like hey mo are you gonna win it uh-huh. yeah i hope y'all brought some stamps because y'all know i'm about to send it on oh, me yeah. yeah.
1: welcome back to throttled up the podcast and we are live in studio tonight matt and uh as we talked last time we are we're back to weekly um you know, shows, um, and excited about that for sure. And, uh, you know, getting some things back to normal. Normalcy is good after, uh, everything we've dealt with over the, about the last year. Yeah. Everything we can get back to normal is 100% perfect. Um, so yeah, so, you know, we've got a guest in studio today, Matt. Um, and I'm going to throw it to you because you are introduction, uh,
2: master. I don't know about that, but, uh. In the house tonight, we have the Pewter Hall Super Stock driver, number ninety-six, Grant Simpson. Grant, good to have you in here.
3: Thanks for having me.
1: And uh, you know, let let's let's jump in right. You know, as we we normally do. And and Grant, I know that you know we know that there is a definite connection to why you are uh, you're involved in racing. But for those who maybe don't know you as well, how'd you get into all this crazy stuff?
3: well actually uh it started with my brother uh back in i think his late middle school high early high school so i was about late late elementary early middle school for me um he my dad put him in a mini sprint down in linton indiana i don't know if you guys remember that track but yeah it was a great track and uh you know we raced with you know briscoes and the Barrows and niflis and um some other people And he started racing and uh he kind of got out of it and got to about my junior year in high school and i've been talking about racing dirt bikes because a bunch of my buddies was racing the gncc and all that and i get a text and you know you're not supposed to have your phones in high school but i just happen to look at it and
1: unless well, it's for racing yes yeah yes
3: that's only acceptable uh seen a message from my dad saying how would you want to go midget racing i was like what are you talking about he texts me back he's like well i can get a Kenyan midget." which is just a midget chassis with a 1200 cc engine in it um they raced it's the same car you race on pavement dirt i was like yeah let's do it so we started there and uh did that for about two three years um that went to the little wayside we raced a silver crown car um for actually about one race about 10 laps so our engine went (laughs) kaboom um so then we idled and then we you know as everyone's aware we're in the super stocks now
2: so, so what made you decide to go to a full-bodied car out Because you know you, the Kenyan car and the Silver Crown, you know open-wheel stuff, and now now you're in a, a full-body car.
3: Uh, well, I, my dad's been helping Tommy East, uh, the 12 mm-hmm. car, a lot, and you know it's there's nothing not expensive about racing, so everything's expensive. But you look at these classes versus the other ones, and it's not that expensive. So, and driving. 40 minutes home after a race is pretty nice from Brownstown. Oh, right on, So, yeah. the Midget and the, you know, Silver Crown if you wanted the race. You had to go to Belleville or Syracuse or, you know, Illinois and all that. Midget, we were going to Logan Sport um, and Indy quite often. So, it's just, and I mean, like we were saying, uh, my papa, Kenny Simpson, you know. That's what I was going to say. Your
2: lineage yeah. actually goes back further than yeah. your brother there.
3: He uh, he was a late-mall guy and, you know, everyone knows him and, you know, when he showed up, you know what i heard never got to meet him um because he died when my dad was 18 so i wasn't even a thought at that point right. <laughs> uh so from what i've heard he you know he was one of the t- ones to beat when he showed up to any track and especially brownstown
2: yo yeah, well, yeah he i can remember him i was a kid but I, I remember when he raced and he uh if he was on the racetrack you better watch uh, out you know yeah.
1: and when you you had first of all i want to translate when you ask you know what brought him over to full body cars that's called transitioning to the dark side i actually thought he got smart but <laughs> um so that i just wanted to, so you understood that was you the, understand
2: yeah. more technology but cheaper
1: I, i'm I'm not going there uh no uh <laughs> because so, we've already talked about that you know the no thing, it, you're yes i understand i understand yeah. <laughs> i yes we talked about last time yeah you're frustrating me right out of the gate <laughs> cheaper and still no starters
3: <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: you, know. you got a spare weight anywhere you can
2: oh yeah <laughs>
0: yeah
1: uh but you know you you talk about you know with your with your grandpa there and and you know that lineage What's it feel like, though, now to be in, you know, even in the Superstock at Brownstown Speedway where, you know, just like Matt said right there, you know, the memories and the stories of your grandfather are very, very strong.
3: It's uh, it's special. It's You know, some of the tracks I got to go to in the midget he raced at, um, like Anderson Speedway he raced up there. But to come on the dirt in, you know, at Brownstown where he's in the Hall of Fame and, you know. He's won a Jackson 100 and all the wins that he's had over there. And it's just really – other than worrying about getting the car on the track the first time I was, I was in the car that night and not killing it every single time. And it was just – you get out there and you're like, it's pretty cool. And I knew that once we got through last year – you know, we raced twice last year. Once we got through uh, last year in this off season, our plans of, you know, how the car looks now, it was even going to be even more special. So – it definitely it, it is a neat thing, so.
2: When you rolled out the first race, you were there this year. Before I even looked down at the, yeah, you know my race lineup and yeah. hot lap lineup there, I was, I was like, oh my gosh, that looks just like Kenny's car, you know. <laughs> so I went right back to a kid, and then I seen your name, I was like, oh, there, there's got to be some relation yeah. there with that deal, you know. So. Yep.
3: I, yeah, it's uh, like I you know said, uh, it was it's the same car, same collar down to the chassis, uh, that baby's. I, don't know, I think it's a safety blue is what it's actually called. Um, his last car he owned was a safety blue chassis with the red body, um, you know, white panels on top with the white nose. So it's identical other than, you know, I have a few more stickers on my car right. than he did. But
2: Yeah, it, it's, like you said, almost identical. Mm-hmm. And yep. you know, back then everybody had a white nose because I
1: think that's the only color yeah. you could get the nose in yeah. was white. Yeah, So. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Have you had the opportunity to watch some video of your grandfather race and kind of see the way he drove?
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I got to watch a lot. And uh, that's why I see a lot of people, they'll comment on my stuff or, you know, they come up to me in the track and say, have you got that, uh, that they call, I don't know what it's actually called, but they called the Simpson burp on the back stretch where he, you know, basically everyone used to take that right rear off the back of the track Mm -hmm. and then launch back on. And I was like, no, I haven't got, I don't. (laughs) <laughs> not brave enough yet for that so but yeah i've watched a lot of video and you know it's pretty neat you know been a lot better than watching them in person but you know everything happens for a reason so
2: in your defense the track was a whole lot flatter back there oh, when you, yeah, you know, yeah so yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, you might uh, it might not work as well no, now no, that they've baked the track yeah, so. burping
1: now is a whole <laughs> different deal <laughs> yeah so what you know as you as you transition from the open wheel cars now into these these super stocks what are what are some of the biggest differences that you you've had in that adjustment
3: uh not seeing your front tires uh that's you know it's i got used to it quick but you know and then your nose sticks out a lot farther where on the open wheels you're you know you just have a small little uh bumper on the front but you know make you know adjusting really your depth perception on that is how far you know you are close to a car you know how much more room you can go and all that but i mean driving wise you know i like a tight race car so i about drive it about the same hmm. so it's not much other than i can't hear anyone coming up on me in these stock cars because all the panels and open well you can hear them you know better but
2: that seems like a lot of open wheel, you're it's almost like you're sitting in a kitchen chair. Oh yeah. Are yeah. you more reclined in, in the, the superstock or are you do you set yourself yeah. up still yeah. like so that?
3: So our open wheel, you know, you are like, like you said, and you're in a chair with your knees just straight down, your legs straight down where you know, superstocks and stock cars, you you know, your legs are out. So that's a lot more comfortable and you're you are reclined back a little bit in my chair, but or racing seat <laughs> but i actually I use the same seat i used in my midget oh really so, yeah it, wor- cool. it actually worked out and
1: then you know you it's interesting when you talk about depth perception and the nose and things like that because matt you'll remember when Derek Clegg made the switch from pure stock to super stock it's the same exact thing he told us you know the toughest thing was at the pure stock he had gotten to that point of knowing how Burned close he could get and then he realized he was starting to get into some people's quarter panels, not on purpose, but because he didn't realize he was that far out there. Yeah, yeah. So that's got to be a challenge once you kind of get used to yeah, it.
3: Yeah, I think a big thing on that is the starts of, you know, you want to be right on the dude's bumper, but you don't want to get up too far because, I mean, you if you get up too up. far, yeah, you scoop them up, you can, you know, flat the tires, you know. I've seen that happen before I started racing, but, you know, that's just stuff you pay attention to. It's like, oh, don't want to do that.
1: What's it like running in that class? You know, there's a, there's a lot of competition there in that, uh, that super stock class over there. What's it like running in that class?
3: Tough. Um, I Even last year before I had a car, I went over there a couple times. And, um, you know, obviously late malls, those guys are good. And, you know, most of them do it for a living. Because it was a Lucas Oil show that I went to. But, uh, you know, watching that class, you're like, man, you know, top. At that time, I was thinking top five. And then once I got the car, and, you know, watched them more. I was like, you know, ten to twelve guys in oh, this yeah. class can win. And I mean, you guys have you have Mike Fields and Boatnick. You know, they've been doing it for longer than I've been alive. So <laughs> not to call them old or anything, if they're listening. But that's okay. They're old. <laughs> yeah. No, but you know, they've been doing it longer. Like I said, than I've been alive. So and doing know. it
1: at a very high level yes, too. Yes. I will call them both old, um, but absolutely. Yeah studs on the racetrack yes boat younger than me uh, but i've called you old <laughs> like that's <laughs> like let's not act like that was a high uh, uh, you know i yeah. contradicted myself <laughs> yeah. i know i know <laughs> you're you're in the category <laughs>
3: yeah. and i'm i mean like i've heard you guys say before because you know i listen to this every week is i truly believe that is the most competitive mm. class over there and not just because i'm in it now but well, i it. i still believe that
2: we've said that actually for a couple years now and, and i don't think it's uh, They've proved us wrong yet. No, because it you know you got all the Chastain brothers.
3: Yes, they're tough you know, and night in, night out.
2: Mike Fields, well, and Boatnick, you, JT Huffman, now yeah, has really yeah. reared his head as, you know, a guy in that in that class.
1: Well, I think the thing is, is you know that that makes it such a competitive class. Is even as people move up or go out of the class it seems like that next person is always there yeah you know i mean you you go back you know a couple years ago and we talk about you know the jason haymans you know who moved on and um now is retired but you 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 look at those but there's somebody else that's come along and and replaced so it is it's it's one of the toughest you know tracks you know to be at for sure in groups to run with but they're they're classy
2: guys oh you know they will race right with you and it's not i'm gonna junk them i'm you know they are you know everybody in that class i think is very very classy i can
3: attest to that because you know we've had some problems this year and you know one of the first ones is like uh jt huffman his whole family you know come down anything you need i mean every every racing Families like that. That's just how racing is. Well, if you Huffman's
1: know? whole family came down, do you have enough room in your pit <laughs> to move? The blue crew gets down there. I mean, oh, yeah. hell, you got. Yeah. It. Well,
3: this was the night they were parked next to us, so we didn't have to worry <laughs> about that. But no, you know, Matt Boatnik's been a low, over and helped. You know, Tommy East, which, you know, we're good friends with, has helped. Trastines came down and helped. Almost everyone. Sasser's. Adam Sasser helped us a ton last weekend just to get us back on for the B Main. So, you know, it's like a. You know, if they're not if they're not busy with their car and you need help they're there and that's i mean that's what i like
2: that's a great thing about racing yeah is that right the camaraderie that you have in the pitch. and when
3: we can return the favor we you know we try to do it so
1: and it is it's huge i mean for uh, we talk about how do you continue to grow the sport and that's the one thing i think we nail it on is that if you're a new driver coming in there's not an intimidation factor it's not about you know they want you to be on the track and race with them because yeah. they want to. They want to beat you. It, don't get me wrong. Ultra competitive. They're going to look to beat you yeah. and handily, but they want you out there because it's what makes them better. And and that's the best thing about it. You and I both
2: being from football backgrounds, we would never walk across the field and say, "Oh, you guys don't have enough shoulder pads? Well, we got some." Oh no, hell no. You know that would never no. ever happen. No.
1: no, no. I I would laugh. Yeah, and yeah. and just <laughs> continue on like yeah. it would. No, there's you need, you need what. see ya (laughs) i mean oh there and it is it's a whole different mindset for sure i mean it it is a whole different deal hey let's take a, a quick first break here uh get in our sponsors and pay some bills and we'll be right back with grant simpson Race Clean Products is the cleanest brand in motorsports. No matter if you're using the original or the all-new Fast Hands formula, you are guaranteed to keep your hands clean under the most intense racing situations. The original or blue formula is perfect to keep at the sink in your race shop and will ensure that you won't come home covered in grease and grime. But for those unavoidable messes at the track and you don't have time for a sink and water, be sure to have a bottle of Fast Hands in your trailer. It could be your most important tool. RaceClean products can be found at www.goraceclean.com. Dirt to Media continues to expand its coverage of local racing for race fans. They've expanded to over 70 live events for the 2021 racing season. The live event schedule includes live weekly racing from Brown Sound Speedway, Salem Speedway, and Thunder Valley. VIP members can still get all their on-demand racing coverage the next day for one monthly fee. And their monthly fee also includes live racing action each week from Thunder Valley Raceway. In addition to all of this local action, be on the lookout for special events from regional tracks around the Midwest. If you aren't getting your racing action from DirtToMedia.tv, you're missing out on the best coverage in the Midwest. Gilpin Electric and Generator Services is a customer-first company
2: that takes care of all your electric and generator needs. They are your go-to dealer, installer, and generator service company. Don't be stuck without power during severe weather this year. Contact Gilpin Electric and Generator Services on Facebook or call them at
1: 812-953-1261. We've all heard horror stories about insurance companies and insurance agents. Let me tell you about my family's agent, Tommy Taylor. Tommy is an agent at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance and is a multi-line agent that can keep all your insurance in one place. Why is a dedicated agent so important? When you have the unexpected occur, you'd much rather know the person on the other end of the phone. Contact info for Tommy, 812-372-4483 at extension 2447, or look him up on Facebook at Tommy Taylor, Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Don't be another horror story. Stop knocking on wood and relying on a 1-800 number. Trust Tommy Taylor today. All right, and before we jump right back in here in the interview, I do want to announce one other thing. Um, if you haven't seen yet, I'm going to pull it up here on the screen. The Thirsty Goat, uh, which is our parent company, now has a, uh, uh, the ability to text. And if you text the goat at 812-203-5080, um, between now and f- next Friday, July 30th at midnight, you're going to be entered for a chance to win a hundred dollar amazon gift card so get out there text the goat he does text back he's going to be sending out a lot of information through this uh texting channel about dirt to media about Throttled up the podcast about thirsty goat radio um about fresh prints um anything and everything that we are involved with and oh hold on let me say this again now um because my volume was off uh, so, <laughs> text the goat eight one two two zero three five zero eight zero, and like I like I just said, you didn't hear, uh, but an opportunity to win a hundred dollar Amazon gift card. Uh, lots of news coming back. The goat will text back. He's going to be sending out a lot of stuff about Fresh Prints, Dirt to Media, um, information about uh, Thirsty Goat Entertainment, Throttled Up, lots of stuff. So. Go over, get a text to him, get a chance to win. So I also want to say this real quick as we jump right back in here. For those of you who do enjoy the opportunity to watch all of your racing action live on Dirt 2 Media, um, especially at Brownstown Speedway, exciting news. uh, The fair races, both Thursday night and Saturday, will both be live broadcasted from Brownstown Speedway. So exciting stuff. Plan to get over there. Um, and get your subscription your pay-per-view to watch both of those races grant what's the number one thing you feel like you've learned throughout this year what what, what's the biggest thing that you're like okay that was that's a that's something i I will never forget again
3: there's a lot because i've i've learned a lot this year you know being in this class for the first year but i don't know i mean it's I mean I've learned it before but and this being a new car, learning it again, it's basically and it sounds dumb, but go slow to go fast. And definitely on Brownstown with how slick it gets, it's you know, going around the corners it's more of you're just wanting to go slow and you'll go you're eventually gonna go faster. You know, sounds dumb, but it does does work.
2: What Colt Tri- Trickle learned that in Days of Thunder. <laughs> know, <so>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: uh 100 percent um yo, know, but when you talk about you know you you said earlier you like a tight race car how do you like your racetrack to be
3: uh i mean brownstown i've not learned how to run that top yet so really if there's a lot of moisture on the bottom that's you know what i'm gonna try to strive for and probably be better on you know right now so i get that definitely in this car um so no.
2: Last Saturday, just walking across it, it seemed like it never slicked off. It felt no, like it stayed didn't. it stayed it heavy all night.
3: You know, with the weather that we had and the rain the night before, you know, you had a good feeling it wasn't still gonna be a lot of moisture in it, which I did like that how that track was last week, you know, really. It was a little slick in the middle, but there was still some grip. Bottom was good, top was you know, I had to run the top in the B main just to try to get up there and it was fast. So I did kinda learn a little bit, you know. Still struggled a little bit, but you know, so it's almost like copying. Um, I think it was Scott you had on last week. Yep. It's you know if there's a top and the bottom and then <laughs> right through the middle of slick because I mean there's not a lot of jobs and stock cars but there's a few every now and then.
1: Now we yeah. do know he's a listener. Yeah. You know, everybody comes it. on and says they listen, but no, I listen, he, he pulled so. it right out right there. That yeah. was yeah. That was good. Uh, we appreciate that, by the <laughs> way. Good stuff. <laughs> But no, I, and I I will say this. Obviously, you know we've said on here a lot of times. We love I love a slick racetrack. Yeah. Um, but I also I I totally get where Scott Trailer was coming from too. And if you, in a picture perfect world, if you can draw it up, oh, yeah. traction at the bottom, traction at the top, with a huge slide posi- potential in the middle is is beautiful. Um, well, I think the late models last
2: week showed that because Scott James was very dominant, in the bottom like he always is and gilpin ran his line at the top like he always does and uh that got interesting yeah yeah real interesting real fast yeah and uh
1: you if, know it, if james hadn't broke i think that would have been even closer i i can't disagree with that at all i can't disagree with that at all and it, and it's just it goes back to and 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 we've set it on here and and you know it this isn't taken away from Devin's skills at any racetrack. So I, I don't want anyone to take it like that, but my gosh, you are not going to, it's, it's going to be really, really tough to come into Brownstown and, and knock him off. It's, I agree. It's, I he agree. just, he, he has got that place figured out and it's, it's easy for him. Yep. And, uh, so yeah, big win for him in the, uh, Bobby Wilson Memorial there, uh, Saturday night. And, uh, you know, cool to see some of those other guys that showed up though you know to see k rob back there at brownstown and and like you said scott james back at brownstown so Lanigan, Lanigan, yeah some really really cool ones um but before uh we 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 move on i i'll i'll throw that out later actually i'm i'm gonna hold off on it right now um <laughs> i i was gonna say something but um it's it's just not the right time okay so I'll i'll, I'll hold off on it <laughs> <laughs> um, see he just peak curiosity
2: everywhere. Yeah, so, yeah. That's, that's, that's so
3: now everyone's gonna stay till the end. Yeah, yeah. that's Smart, that's huh? cliffhanger.
2: Smart.
0: Yeah,
1: um, cliffhanger. We just needed dramatic music, <laughs> man. Uh, I don't, I don't have any more no, anymore. I? <laughs> um, I don't even know where I'm going now because I, I had my my vision and I pulled it back. I see. So we we were talking a little bit off air though. You know, obviously Brownstown um really where you're trying to figure out where's those next tracks that you're looking you know to kind of branch out to
3: uh you know we hit thunder valley a couple times this year um that was more so when we were having problems at brownstown we were trying to figure it out down there um that's a fun little track of course you're going down there and you know as soon as you pull in you know jt huffman's there he's the got to beat down there so well
1: uh, yeah when you come in town they're already oh yeah, yeah they're and-
3: everywhere so but uh probably bloomington next one on my list um you know just because you know i've been to a lot of races up there um uh, my couple used to run up there you know when they did race there so it'd be another track to hit that he's raced on that i get a race on um really i mean maybe Putnamville every now and then but other, i mean other than that for around here those would be the tracks
1: those are all good
2: ones
3: yeah
1: yeah and and Superstocks put on a good show at Bloomington. Yes, that's a that's a really yeah. fun track to go watch Superstocks on for sure. What's your goals here? That's what m- I was going to ask. Moving on throughout the rest of the year.
3: Uh, really just get a good complete night, you know. And I get tracing, it's hard to have those, and when you do get them, they're far and few between. But, um, you know, we're chasing Rick of the Year right now for this class. Uh, first couple of weeks put us behind in points. So uh, we're chasing Isaiah Sasser, and he's doing really well this year as well. So um, it's not been easy catching him um, in points, but we're back up in the top ten, I believe, um, in points. I think he may be ninth or somewhere, eighth, somewhere in there. So, you know, I'd like to – really that's that's my number one goal is to try to get, you know, my name in the record books over there um, just because, you know, my Papel's name's in there. So it would be cool, you know. There's not been another Simpson really race over there um, yeah. other than him. Um, my dad did a couple times, but, you know, not long. So that's really why. I, and, I mean, just more consistent, you know, finishes in the top ten. And, you know, we, we've we shown that we can be top five um, one week and finished fourth. So, you know, maybe some more top fives. You know, if, if a win somehow sneaks in there this year, be really cool. But like we were saying, it's. It's a hard class, so I, we're not there yet. Um, we're not in that group of guys yet. Um, a little bit more, you know, set up to do on our car to figure it out. Still learning. So uh, so the goal, you know, rookie of the year and just try to stay top ten points and finish out strong.
2: What's, what's your plans for the next five years?
3: I mean, really, this class is fun. I don't. I don't have any desire really to go modified or, you know, late mall Just, it's so expensive. You know, it's, you, if you don't have good sponsors or a partner or you're not driving for someone, you know, it's really expensive. And I've, you know, learned that just from having buddies, mm-hmm. um, that own them and whichever one knows racing is expensive, but you know, that cl- those classes are, you gotta spend some money to be up front. Um, you know, if I could ever, I don't know hot lap a car or something, you know, late mall, just to do it. Just because my papal ran late malls, I'd do it. But, you know, I'm never – I don't – not I'm not saying i stay put with uh, Super Stocks, but that's just – I say right now, that's probably where I'll be. Gotcha. So.
2: It's good to have a consistent person in that class yeah. that, uh, you know, Matt Matt Boatnik's kind of moved more modified yeah. than he is – you know, he'll get in, in Denny's uh, Super Stock every once in a while. And, you know, Mike Field's probably nearing his career – you know, this is it, it. Yeah. That's what I, I, he had told me
1: earlier in the year that this was his last year. So, I mean, which man, and uh, just to touch on that and I'm sorry to interrupt you, yeah. but to touch on that. Wow. Yeah. I mean, just, yes. just to, to flat out say it, I mean, you talk about a, a guy that has been so, so good um, for the sport, yeah. um, you know, across the board um, just, Thank you to Mike Fields. Yeah. I mean, just a, a really, really special deal.
2: But, what I, you know, what I was adding on there was it's just good to see a guy to be always in a super stock that when you show up, it's like, you know, I know that guy's going to be racing super stock. So, it's, you know. It's a
3: fun class. And, you know, like you guys said earlier, all the drivers are classy. You know, there's not really any dirty drivers, you know. Um, you know that it's going to be a clean race and it's going to be fun. So, it's really just a group that hopefully sticks together and then we
1: add to it i mean yeah yeah jordan weaver just put a comment here on the uh throuled up facebook page and and it's it's a good one he said he's always said the super stock class is the best bang for your buck they're racing for the same amount as us every week and there's a lot of truth to that oh yeah those modified super stock payouts are very very similar and and there's some big super stock shows that you can go hit too so it is it's a really really um good class yeah i think so yeah so when you look back obviously you know your grandpa's influence on you who are some other drivers though that growing up that you were you know you kind of idolized or or was a fan of
3: uh you know stock car route because you know it had the kenny simpson memorial till i was about eight years old it was last year was done four. so you know for sure john gill he's a great family friend um
2: well, he drove the Dalton car yeah. number 96 yeah. too, you yeah. know, yeah. so that was.
3: So he's a great family friend. And, you know, if, every time, anytime I went late mall racing, he was racing. You know, he was my pick, which, I mean, obviously was a good pick. Usually yeah, that's a pretty <laughs> solid <laughs> one. But usually, um, On the open wheel side, you have um, like Jeff Blaine Jr. Um, mm. out of Springville. He was always tough. Yep. Usually in his own mm. stuff. I mean, yeah. he wasn't, you know, he was working on his own stuff. And so he knew what he had, but he was always a tough driver um dave darlin you know helped me he helped me a lot really more behind the scenes um when i raced you know was st- first starting in silver crown even though we raced in one race um but the team rw that he drove for motorsports that he drove for um he was always in the shop so you know a lot of good you know he has, he's forgot more stuff than i've known uh so, that that's so, about everybody when it comes yeah, to dave he's, yeah yeah he's very smart um, another one is Michael Lewis. He, he was a pavement guy on USAC. He raced dirt too, but he was one of the – you know, he's real humble, so he'd probably say not, but he's one of the best, I think, USAC pavement racers there's been in midgets and sprint cars. Um, he raced Silver Crown too. He's actually one of the few – when um, Brady Bacon left Terre Haute a few – I think a month or so ago, there was another picture circulating around of a Silver Crown car. And he left Terre Haute in turn one and two in the Silver Crown car, and almost the same height as what Brady Bacon did. So, you know, but he was, he's another one. He helped, he's helped me tremendously um, in the midget, Silver Crown, and even now. um, Not only with his connections he has in racing, but, you know, knowledge and all that. So, I mean, really, those are my four, probably, drivers.
1: And I want to go back, you know, you you brought up John Gill there, and, um, I, I I have to throw this out there, and I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. It's actually yeah. my my setup for tomorrow, uh, on my drive to work. But Michael Rigsby just did a big sit down interview yes. with um, with John Gill, and if you haven't had a chance yet, the Rigsby report, um, man, just Rigsby Rigsby kills it anytime he gets a chance to do some of these uh, passion projects, as I'll call it. And if people don't know, um, you know, Rigsby was a huge you know, obviously late model fan as a kid, John Gill fan. So if you haven't had a chance yet, get over to the Rigsby report. I will admit I've not listened to it yet tomorrow morning on my way.
2: I've not listened to it either, but Chelsea listened to it and said it was fabulous. Yeah. yeah so was I, was I I
1: can awesome. give a lot I g I gotta give, you know, a shout out where it's due and, and yeah. yeah. Anytime Rigsby gets to do some of those passion projects, they usually come out pretty amazing. Yeah. So just I just want to give a shout out to him and the, like I said. Fans around here, Rigsby report, the John Gill interview. Go, yeah, go check that out.
0: Definitely worth it.
1: So, and, and I, I, gotta say, you know, you everyone you just listed there, um, is a is a darn good group to uh, to be wanting to follow uh, yeah. and, and emulate for sure. Um, you know, and, and so, what what's it like now? You know, you have these connections and these. You know, looking at a week, you know, you have a week that you struggle. You got a tough week. And you, you've talked on here about, you know, you've had some ups and downs. You want to see a complete night. Who's that first person that you call and say, hey, what, what we got to do? What, what are we doing wrong here? What are we missing?
3: Uh, it's usually just me and my dad and um, another guy, James Randolph, that helps me that when we just get back in the shop, um, you know, because obviously, like I said, we're still learning. My dad's been away from the stock cars for a while. Um, So he's still learning the setups and, you know, what it takes. And so it's really just us three sitting down and, you know, going back over the week before, you know, and our big problem has been the heat races. You know, we have struggled real bad. I've not started inside the top 10 once this year. Um, I think I have four top 10s. So I'd like to, you know, (laughs) eventually get into the top 10 starting and see how that goes, how that night goes and finishes. So it's, I mean, it's really just, Whoever's at the track that week, you know, talking to them, you know, sometimes, you know, talking to um, Tommy Tommy East, uh, he helps a lot, too, on it. You know, we're usually somehow side-by-side racing. So uh, he actually seen me hit a Uke tire a few weeks back, and he said, man, you moved that thing about six inches. I said, well, it gave me a bit better traction down <laughs> on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, five
1: tires is better than four,
2: except
3: for yeah. when it's a Uke tire. Yes, yes.
0: well
2: the bad thing is you push them in and jim hasn't pushed right back out so you gain nothing out of that
3: i didn't mean to hit it but it hits back you just asked zach burton
1: yeah (laughs) Yeah. either or
3: (laughs) but no it's just you know it's our group of guys that go to the track every week and are in the shop you know three four times a week trying to get better and we just, you know you gotta learn somehow so you might as well learn um
2: we we'll get those group of guys out and all your sponsors real quick since you mentioned them there. Let, let's hear all you. Well, we, now you know we do this if you're a listener, so you should have had them ready. I there. got them. I said, get to my notes. <laughs> you,
1: I can jump to our sponsors real quick and come back with them if you want me to.
3: I, I mean, I got them. Okay, roll with it. <laughs> um, roll with it. Just take a minute. Uh, I got <laughs> RPM Enterprise. That's uh, Gloria Glormy. She's out in North Carolina. She's um, she's a huge race fan. So she just, I mean, has helped a lot. And I'm pretty sure she's listening. So east vending like i said tommy east uh he's a racer of his own but he still helps out when he can
1: man can i jump on that one real quick and just say a racer's choice coffee yep. unbelievable get on you know racer's choice products i think it's racer's choice if i'm wrong tommy correct it uh but the beef jerky oh my is god that's <laughs> what i have to yeah <laughs> we're yeah. getting ready the 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 print shop is getting ready to place a heck of a racer's choice yeah, beef yeah. jerky order because it's unreal. I know
2: when he left us some when he was here. I know I didn't leave you a whole lot because I kept sitting <laughs> here eating it.
1: No, we went through the majority of yeah. what he left us yeah. sitting here that night. Uh,
2: yeah. The uh, bacon beef unreal. Jerky, Yeah.
1: And here's the worst part. I took the extra couple bags we had to the shop. And you got none? I, I thought, no, I thought I'd share it. But I ended up hiding the bags at the shop and... Yeah. Every time I opened the bag, I thought about going out and sharing it with everybody else. I just ended up eating the whole bag. I don't blame you. That's <laughs> I'm just going to be stuff, a, man. be real. So, yeah, sorry to interrupt no, you, Grant, right. but the, no. I had the I, beef jerky's crazy.
3: 100% agree with that. Um, Jerry Medlin, another uh, just old-time racer, loves it. He's from Oklahoma. Um, these next two are real big to us just because uh, of family friends. But Jerry Davis Racing Engines and Davis Hollomelo with John Davis, uh, they have helped – they're probably annoyed by us by now, so, but they have helped a lot and, you know, always willing to help. So, A.J. Bolin at Remax um, Properties. Uh, the Handy Husband, it's a custom indoor remodeling in the Indy area. Um, they helped out before on open-wheel stuff, and they've came back for uh, the stock car side. Uh, Brandon Barrett at Indiana Farm Bureau Insurance. Um, BR, Jordy, and Colby. Uh, the 812 crew. Uh, Neil Tire and Auto Service, B&B Cars Incorporated, Umfrist Masonry, Fleetwood & Sons Lawn Care, Weaver's Wrecker Service, uh, Crossroads Truck Equipment in Bedford, Indiana, Bedford Home Furnishings uh, in Bedford, Springer & Springer Insurance, Bush Monuments, um, Dasco Race Supply, Devin and Donnie over there, they've helped us a ton too um, with just knowledge, really. And uh, Radical Race Gear gave me a good uh, custom suit this year. Uh, Nifflis designed Trist- Trent Nifflis. Mm-hmm. So he's the one that made my car look like what it is, and he knocked that thing out of the ballpark. I one agree. of the best there is. Yeah, yes. I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, Michael Lewis, who I just talked about, he, uh, he's helped a lot. Uh, Kite and Kellix, Calver, one of my good buddies, uh, two little kids, they won their name on the race car, so they saved up.
1: That's awesome. <laughs> that
3: is so, very cool. Uh, the Compton Clan, uh, Kelly and Jennifer and their daughter. Uh, they're from Seymour, and they've always been uh, good family friends. And then um, T Philly. And I want to also mention my crew with, you know, like I said earlier, my dad, Jordan and James Randolph, Kevin Umfress. Um, I'm going to throw this guy in there because now I'm going to get a text message probably, and he'll be <laughs> whining about Britton Gotzi. oh my gosh he did let me me borrow his trailer when he wasn't racing one week when ours was not all done yet and he's never let you forget it no no I'm sure I was still good texting either way (laughs) I'll get one too just because (laughs) Uh.
1: I no no I I gotta say this I'm gonna interrupt you again there because you got some good ones here but um hey number one nothing but love for Britain and one of the coolest things I've ever had the chance to do um and we've got a lot of these cool ones but obviously and it's not interviewing Britton Gatzi on the pre-race show that's not where i was going to go uh ray Gatzi though to sit and listen to ray tell stories and then as soon as we got off the air with that and i wish we'd have left the cameras rolling he told us how bad he ripped britain at circle city and it was it was great so yeah shout out to britain
3: yeah well i'm sure the only way ray was coming on if you guys invited britain so he had to get that in there yeah, oh yeah, yeah. He wanted, yeah, he wanted to make sure he <laughs> yeah. let us know that
0: he still gets <laughs> yeah. after it.
3: Yeah. No, and then um, I have Mark Perry, Cade Flynn, uh, Reed Hamlin. And then also I want to thank um, Tanner Chastain because when we went car hunting, uh, Trey was getting out, and he was buying Trey's car, and he gave us an unbelievable price for a race-ready car. And um, really, you know, we – bought it and then a few weeks later we had to make some adjustments just for me to be able to fit in the car you know i'm a little bit bigger boy than tanner is so uh we was able to race so you know thanks to tanner and shelby and even just the whole Chastain family you know any questions we've had they've helped out too
1: that's pretty awesome that's a that's an amazing group right there of oh, people yeah. for sure and um
3: and you I'm know, amazed. know their cars because you know because <laughs> week in week out they're up front so
1: I'm
2: amazed at the, the distance between sponsors that you were able to latch on to. You know, yeah, a lot we of went guys, n-
1: North Carolina to Oklahoma. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, that's
2: amazing <laughs> yeah. that you got support like that out there. That's, that was,
3: uh, and that was people we just met in, like, you know, in the Silver Crown Series that, you know, they just love racing. And um, it was Gloria and her husband, Fred, who passed away uh, last year. And before he passed away, I told her that anyway, you can keep racing, keep racing. So she's helped out more than she needed to. And you know, much appreciated. And she loves racing. But I'm,
2: I'm going to give a shout out to any sponsor that jumps in and helps with racing because, oh, yeah. a, unless you're a fan of it, you know, like we are, or you're uh, directly involved in, in other ways, you really don't realize how much you depend on your sponsors, you know, for yeah. for things that come up in, the, in their year.
3: I'll probably get blamed for this when I get home, but I did forget one. My mom, uh, <laughs> you know, she's not a big fan of racing, but anything i do or anything you know my brother or sister do, she is a hundred percent in our corner and supports us all the way uh she you know my grandma my nana has dementia real bad so she takes care of her all time so she's not been able to make it to you know watching the grandstand so thankful for dirt 2 media you know having mm-hmm. that live broadcast for you know only 20 bucks you know it's you know good really good price for a live event and she's able to watch it every weekend we go race so that's awesome
1: you know, and I, I do want to say that, you know, and, and the coolest thing that we get from Dirt to Media is those stories. Yeah. Um, you know, and I got to give a shout out, Adam Stricker, good buddy of the show. He messages me almost weekly about how excited it is that his grandma can't get out and get to the track. She gets to watch him race. Um, and she even gets on to him when he doesn't go race at a place that <laughs> we're at because, <laughs> I got a text as soon as uh, Sunday came around. Are you guys gonna have Circle City? And I'm like, yeah. He's like, Grandma wants to know. And I'm like, yeah, we got gotcha. <laughs> you. Yeah. So it, it that's the coolest thing for us. You know, for anybody who, you know, thinks otherwise, we're not making millions of dollars. Um, we're still waiting for that to roll in. Uh, but we do it because we love it. We do it because of stories like that, and we want you know to to give something to local racing that. It deserves, but doesn't always get. So thank you. I appreciate you mentioning that. Speaking of sponsors, though, let's jump in here real quick for our second round of sponsors. And we're going to come right back and uh, finish up here with Grant Simpson. Hey, Matt, what would you say is one of your most prized possessions? Oh, it has to be my racing t-shirts. And you've got an impressive collection. But I heard about a new place. P3RacingShirts.com is the one and only place offering genuine custom racing shirts with no minimum quantities. Their shirts are printed in full color using the latest technology and direct-to-garment printing. They have custom designs for several different car types and specialize in our favorite, dirt, dirt track racing.
2: racing. That has to be great for the local driver. You don't have to buy all those up front.
1: Absolutely, and they don't have to hold all that inventory at home. What did you say that was again? P3RacingShirts.com. Let's check them out.
2: Schaefer Photo and Custom T is the place for any race fan to get racing memorabilia. Mark and Jamie Schaefer will work to make whatever custom photo product you would like. From prints, keychains, magnets, buttons, and much more, stop by the Schaefer Photo and Custom T booth and let Bronze Bobby know what
1: they can do for you. P3 Graphics is one of Indiana's premier suppliers for motorsports wraps and apparel. P3 Graphics offers great pricing along with some of the best customer service in the industry. Give them a try on your next project and you won't be sorry. You can contact them via email, phone, or on Facebook on the P3 Graphics page. To find out more, go to www.p3graphix.com. Again, that's wwwp 3 graphicscom Jeremy Owens has a reputation for being fast on the track, but also very clean in how he races other drivers. He takes the same approach to his business, OCC construction and seamless gutters. He'll give you the best price, complete the job in the quickest timeline possible, all while giving you the best quality craftsmanship you can find jeremy believes that his word is everything and the best form of advertising is word of mouth he wants every customer happy when he finishes a job so if it's new gutters renovation projects decks and patios or a full home remodel give occ construction and seamless gutters a call today when you call them let them know thirsty goat entertainment sent you you can contact occ at 812-592-7899 and we are back and they uh you know, before we, we jumped off with our sponsors, we kind of broken down a little bit of last week and some of the winners. And I do want to give a big shout-out to the third Peden sister, Steve. Um, on his win. I think he's the oldest. Yeah, the oldest Peden sister and the ugliest, yeah. uh, hands down. Um, not even a competition. But on his win uh, the the other night, Saturday night, at Brown Sound Speedway. So, shout-out to Steve. Um, it was a heck of a win. It was a good mm, race. It was a good and, race. Uh, a uh, heck of a win and i I, I, gotta, I gotta also give a shout out to tyler collins who yeah he didn't lose much on his maternity leave I'll man he was he was he was pumping and doing everything yes he, he was could. yeah that was um uh, i was impressed and i know he was a little frustrated sunday night at circle city but i'll give him credit it was it was a one lane racetrack and except for him and robert rainey who did everything they could to blow the top off and get a top line going and Robert scrubbed both walls, trying to get you know something going up there, and you know shout out for those guys. And I talked to Tyler afterwards, and Tyler said, "Man, he goes, I I I wasn't gonna win unless I found something different than what they had, and I was willing to to go take a chance." So going back to Robert, though, I've seen him race at Ponderosa, and he ain't afraid of the wall.
2: Oh no, no, no! That that wall, I don't know if it's because he's young, <laughs> you know, but he
1: he's not afraid of the wall at all. No, no, I, I will say this, you know, the thing is. His dad, Isaac, does such a good job of supporting him. Mm -hmm. You know, go. Go try and find something. Go make something happen. So, yeah, shout out to those guys. But, yeah, I just – I wanted to make sure I got in that big shout out to the third Pete sister because uh, heck of a job by him. So. uh, Well, since we're going to – JT Huffman
2: got a win. Yeah. Good job for him. Second this year at Brownstown. Third. Second Second at Brownstown. Second one at Brownstown. Okay. Uh, Yeah. You know, so I was, I was glad for that for, you know, for him. He, uh, you know, he was weighing out if he was going to come back or not after the first one. And and uh, I was glad to see him come back and, and glad to see him get another win. Absolutely.
1: And and again, I, I just I want to say this, too, because I, I we talk about it all the time and Jim Price catches a lot of flack as any promoter does. But Jim catches a lot. Number one, any other promoter. Would have called the races off Friday night at 5 p.m. Pretty much every other promoter did. And, and I, I get that that can be frustrating to some people. And I will be the first to admit Saturday morning when it rolled around to 9, 9 10, and we didn't get a call, I'm sitting there and I'm cussing Jim up one side down the other saying, make this damn call. Let's do this. But, I'll, and he, and, even when I pulled in with our our trailer and I looked down and there was standing water in the grass on the fairgrounds, I thought, what is he thinking? There ain't a chance.
2: As the water was coming out of the back of the water truck.
1: Yes. Yeah. And again, kudos to him. And he yeah. said and, and I you know, I talked to him Sunday at Circle City and he said at nine o'clock I didn't think we could race. He said, But by ten, it had already changed so much that he said, I thought it we can push this mm-hmm. thing and do it. So, again, I just want to give him a shout out because not only did he push it, but a great racing service and great racing all night long oh, yeah. again. Um, just well, a really cool We had deal. two
2: first time winners Saturday night.
1: Yeah.
2: Pure stock there, Bailey Bowtie Jones, which yeah. it was requested that he is Bailey Bowtie, <laughs> which is the one of the coolest nicknames you can yes. have. Yes. And then uh, Chris Hillman Jr. in the Hornets. His uh, He raced uh, two classes there Saturday night, but uh, was victorious
1: in the Hornet. Absolutely so grant i'm gonna jump right back in here too if you know you talk about wanting to you know possibly hot lap a late model or feel that you know get a chance to kind of venture out there is there any any interest now about still about open wheel about pavement racing anything there or you you set it's dirt from here on out
3: yeah i mean i had tons of fun in pavement but um and also my Payment history that i have i think has helped me a lot at brownstown um but yeah no, it's it was hard to be passed up a 45 minute drive home you know after a racetrack that's just and it's just a lot more fun i mean dirt tracks it's just it's in my blood so i actually i mean no i probably not it's
2: <laughs> i'm glad to hear that no <laughs> <laughs>
3: I don't know how many different ways I can say no, but, yeah. (laughs) No, it's probably this for, uh, you know, as long as I can afford it and have good sponsors and partners, uh, I'll keep doing it.
1: I love it. And now I do want to also throw out, you know, we don't always get into this with a lot of the guests we have on here, but, you know, you're involved in some other things outside of the racetrack, too, because I asked you before I went on the air, I said, hey, you racing somewhere this weekend because Brownstown is off for the fair setup, but you got something else big going on.
3: Yeah. Um, this weekend we just, I mean, like we're, you know, running for rookie year at Brownstown, you know, and having some troubles with the car this year. So we're focusing mainly on Brownstown, until um, we get that all figured out. And, you know, we decided to take the weekend off to get, you know, prepared for next week, have two races at the fair. So, um, I have a big, uh, state tournament this weekend for softball. Yeah. Um, you know, we've won state before in it, um, two years ago. So we're up in, you know, up in the levels. So it's a, in my hometown, so Bedford. So well not my hometown, hometown's Boca, But it's in, you know, my town, Bedford. Um so
1: don't worry, only about twelve people knew
3: Yeah, it's three <laughs> minutes apart, so <laughs> but yeah, I'll be uh competing in a state tournament, so hopefully me that was the 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 eight one two crew. That was the team. That's our softball team name, so we're all from Lawrence County, basically.
1: Very cool. Very cool. And that's uh so yeah so we don't always get to talk anything outside of racing what we do outside of that but uh uh very cool that you're going to be competing in that this weekend and we wish you the best of luck there for sure
3: that's yeah that's taking a big hole i uh last year that's about all i did so last actually last two years every weekend i was going somewhere all over indiana to play so now very cool it's racing and you know friends are they don't really understand dirt track racing but they come to him and support me so
1: yeah we we talked earlier we we have a mutual friend uh that i <laughs> i grew up with and um Probably his bad yeah i'd say he yeah and uh the funny story was it was uh, I, I don't even remember what weekend it was but i had gone down to present the quick time award and i get a text message because matt you always do such a tremendous and elegant job of um announcing me and slamming me at the same time i've never slammed you um <laughs> i said if you wanted a picture with <laughs> justin roller you had to get fast time <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, but <laughs> i get a text as i'm coming back off the track and it says are you at the racetrack and i'm and and jordan hawkins i'll i'll, I'll call him out here jordan hawkins has never seen a dirt track in his life no, um
3: i don't think he even played in dirt <laughs> yeah i don't think if he
1: did he went right in and yeah. washed his hands off um love you buddy but uh he and i'm like yeah I, what are you how do you know i'm at the the racetrack and he's like i thought that was you on the track and i'm like are you at the racetrack so <laughs> Found out he's friends with Grant, came out to support Grant. So, it, cool deal. I mean, a, a guy that's never been to the racetrack. Um, he was worried about the dirt flakes, f- you know, flying up on mm-hmm. him and getting on him. Um, if, if
3: Ralph, he probably had a Ralph Lauren shirt on.
1: Well, I might have to get him one of those, like, bubbles so that yeah. it, it doesn't get on him. But, uh, no, very cool. Again, just expanding the, the dirt track family and, and getting more people involved. So You guys need to explain to him there are suites that would put him indoors at the racetrack.
3: Yeah, he can suffer. He'll be all right. Yeah, we yeah, he, <laughs>
2: not that good a friend. Well, I didn't know if he rented it, you could hang out there.
1: I got a trailer, I got, I, I got TV. Okay. I, I was just I, helping I think live feed to you. He, he ended up, up hanging out in the trailer. He did end up bit. in the trailer for a little <laughs> bit. Uh, but so now so i'll work on my introduction for you from now on oh god it, that's be, oh, i know be, it's i know what's it'll coming be more now. elegant yeah well, i know what's coming now yeah uh yeah i'll be the fourth peden sister <laughs> the ugly stepchild um but uh so grant hey man we I, I gotta say this though just cool to get a chance to talk to you and you know i love the fact that you're over there and racing and competing and and the lineage, the family history mm-hmm. continuing is so cool. But more than even that, just to continue to have people that want to get into this sport and be involved, it, it's huge um, because it's what we love to do. And without people willing to take the financial risks that you do, yeah, it's not going to be here anymore.
3: Yeah, I mean, it was probably about a five-year break. I really maybe went to about three races over that span, and I my buddy ends up. Uh, getting me to go to the Hall of Fame Classic, I think it was last year, early August, is that when Mm -hmm. that is? Yeah. And uh, we were sitting there, and he looked at me. He's like, you miss it? And I was like, yeah. I said, you know, it's fun. Well, two weeks later, that's when we ended up with a car, and we raced the uh, Jackson 100 weekend and the final points night weekend. So, missed the first, the Jackson 100 by one uh, one car in the B main, then, you know, made it the second night, so.
1: And I apologize. I was not laughing at you telling that story. I got my Britain Gatsby yeah, text. Yeah,
3: I seen. I, see, I got one on mine too. So I haven't yeah. opened it.
1: Uh, I got keep talking shit, and you'll catch these hands. Oh. Um, I said I'll get my catchers met. <laughs> uh, so <laughs>
3: he'd he'd break a nail. He he missed
1: the point where I said nothing but love. But uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so hmm. <laughs> he's a fool. <laughs> uh
3: I will say that's when I did go over to his garage you know a couple of nights helped him on his car well I'm I, sorry I supervised you know I'm not gonna work on I barely get dirty working on my car you know I like to stay clean too but <laughs> now he's like you're not gonna help me I was like Dude, I barely get dirty working on my car I ain't gonna help you I said get someone else over here but his Ray would come out and Ray had you know a few stories for me from a papal so it's you know it was cool. Getting back and hearing that, too, as well, especially from Ray when, you know, they race side-by-side side oh, yeah. for a good amount of time. And he drove for Ray some. and uh, just uh, I'm sure he could go hours on hours on stories, but he only told a few.
2: That's awesome. Before we get down to it, I do want to make a comment about one of our other friends of the show. Pretty good friend. I think he's up near the top of being on the show the most. Always had a lot of respect for him. Thought he thought well of things. But this got told last night he bought a Jeep. So now I don't know how much I feel about him anymore. So Justin Bowling, I, I really thought you were smarter <laughs> than that man.
1: I just, uh... <laughs> I got the Jeep way for you, Bowling. Yeah, <laughs> don't you yeah. worry.
2: Yeah, we're sitting on the couch and Chelsea's like, Justin Bowling bought a Jeep. And I was like, I thought he was smarter than that. So
1: you just wait till you see what I ordered in for you. I got some things coming for you. Hey, don't forget your announcement either. No, I, what I was gonna say, it, it just wasn't the right time, and I wanted to check. It's nothing like that great, but I did want to say on a serious note, um, you know, please keep Ray Humphrey yes, and the family yes, and definitely. your thoughts and prayers. We got to talking about Devin, and and I it dawned on me thinking about Shelby and the supercar, mm-hmm. and we were kind of joking. That's why I kind of got off of it. But yeah. again, you know, keep Ray you know in your thoughts prayers the family i know yes. we saw an update yesterday um you know still in critical condition but starting to 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 do better yes um but just you know really really surround that group with with prayers because again that's why you know obviously no raymond and uh, no shelby at, at Town on saturday night and uh, just want to say from all of us here at you know throttled up and thirsty goat entertainment you know prayers are out to you guys
2: you know i, I did the prayer from the flag stand last saturday and i you know i mentioned you know the humphrey family and you know shelby and all of them and uh that's pretty hard to do when you got all those people staring at you while you do that because that that comes from the heart and uh you know i couldn't get you know rob was going to carry the flag because that was his dad's race Mm -hmm. so I, i couldn't you know get back to the tower to do all the opening ceremony so i did it from the flag stand and that was uh probably really hard you know probably one of the hardest
1: things i've done you know there and it's amazing. My seven-year-old, when we got back in, asked me, you know, about who was Matt talking about, what was that? So it, it, it struck a chord with him. My three-year-old, I was worried about running out and jumping in the car with Rob <laughs> to carry the American flag. <laughs> um, yeah. So I was trying to wrangle him, but the seven-year-old at least paid attention. So yeah. uh, But, no, just, you know, nothing but, but you know, prayers and hope for, for the family, and uh, we're thinking about all of you. But, Grant, man, we wish you the best of luck. Um, you know, obviously, big week next week, two fair races. Uh, and uh, we'll keep pulling for you the rest of the year, man. We appreciate you coming up and being on part of the show.
3: Yeah. And I do have one more thing, and he's probably going to kill me. But Tommy was on here a couple weeks ago, and you tried to give him the nickname Iceman. But I think us and the chat scenes we were talking the other night, uh, I think it ought to be the Candy Man.
1: Oh, that's good. He's uh, vending. Yeah, I can't wait till Thursday now. Oh yeah. yes. And
3: he's, he'll probably text me too. But I think that's a good nickname for him. We're, at, we're gonna have
1: three or four fights in the pits next week just because of this episode. <laughs> but, uh, no. but no, I, I, I good. like the Candy Man. I like is it really a lot. Good. Yeah, that's good. The Candy Man can. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So, but no, nothing but, uh, but. You know, good wishes to you as well, and we we appreciate you and uh, wish you the best of luck.
3: Appreciate you having me on.
1: All right, everybody, and we will be back next week. Uh, Alan Edsel will be our guest, um, crate late model racer, uh, former pavement racer, former uh, been involved in figure eights, the whole nine yards, uh, but has jumped into this crate deal, and, and, man. He's grabbed it by the horn. Has done a heck of a job. Um, and I got to say this, one of the coolest things – uh, showed up at Circle City. They just put the car on the rollback from the record service and rolled it right in on the rollback. It looked awesome and uh, so cool deal. That's an so old Chad Stapleton trick. It right was there. it was awesome, man. Because uh, for those who don't know, the the toter and hauler got stuck at Brownstown on yeah. Saturday night. And they struggled getting it out, but uh, um, they just rolled her in right there on the rollback and and laid her down. Well, so. He's got a great wrench with him. Gator, who has been
2: around with everybody, is uh, helping the Edsels now. So. I'm sure he's passed a lot of knowledge on to him.
1: 100%. So, yeah, so he'll be on with us next week. So so get on and join us then. Um, again, thank you to Grant Simpson and Grant Simpson Racing. And uh, get out to your local dirt track. Support it this weekend. Uh, we will be with Dirt to Media. We'll be at, uh, at Salem Speedway uh, doing the race down there on Saturday. So check us out. Thanks, everybody.